Hi, I'm Kate. Hi, I'm Usma, and we are two moms out to save the world. My friend Kate is a passionate woman teaching women about sovereignty. And my friend Uzma is passionate about how to survive as a mom after the kids have grown and flown. Together, we want to break societal norms and bring a new perspective to life and the world around us. Join us as we create an alternate perspective for a richer life and better relations. We are two two moms out out to save the world. (laughs) Welcome, everybody to podcast number three. Hey, Uzma, how are you today? I'm so excited. I cannot believe it is podcast number three. I mean, we've been having so much fun and we were just talking about because it's fun, the energy is up and, you know, we feel like we're doing something that we were called to do. Yeah. And my lips are buzzing. (laughs) (laughs) She's got a lip buzz, everybody. So tell me how your morning was, Kate. My, my sexy mother pucker lip gloss is, oh my gosh, my morning. Oh, my morning went, yeah, it went well. I mean, it's really warm here in Colorado right now. Um, I like that. I am really, I don't love cold weather. Um, you know, I get a, I get a little black pit bull. I wake up every morning and he's spooning me with his head on my pillow. So (laughs) that must be fun. Yeah. For anybody who thinks pit bulls are or mean, he does have a little mean streak to him, but he's the sweetest, snuggliest, smartest dog I've ever had. Oh, you have wow. a dog? No, I don't have a dog. I have a cat. Oh, you're I'm cat. not really into dogs. I'm more into cats. Right. And My daughter has a cat. Yeah. And yeah. And I was I just there. She's an emotional support cat. Yeah. And, and I that- think that I don't like dogs because... When I was little, my parents never had dogs, never liked dogs. I was all scared of dogs. So now I'm like, no dogs. Mm. Yeah, I can't imagine. I have two dogs. I have a golden retriever too. He's a, he's big dope. <laughs> <laughs> I love him, but man, he is, yeah. Yeah. Not the smartest cat in the box. So today we're talking about boundaries and, yes. you know, specifically boundaries are good for healthy relationships. And you're you're the expert on that, but I just have to tell you one thing. I mean, last night I, you know, my husband likes to sleep with the fan on and I had one of those nights where like, I was like, I'm freezing. And then I was hot and then I was cold and then I was hot and he turned on the fan once and then I went and turned it off. And then we did that a couple of times and I was like, oh my gosh, what is happening here? You know, I was hot and cold, hot and cold. And he was up half the night too. And I felt so bad. And then I remembered what somebody said that your partner also goes through these changes with you, right? We just think it's us. Oh, is that true? Yeah, yeah. we just think it's us because we're like, I'm hot, I'm cold, it's my mood, I'm bloated. But every time we complain or every time we're not feeling good, they're the ones who are running to turn on the fan or they're the ones who have to deal with our emotions Mm. and everything that we are throwing on them. So they're also going through it with us in a different way and we have to be kinder to them. Oh, we should do a podcast on that. Um, yeah. On, on just like, you know, so like, oh, so you decided you wanted to pursue personal growth, right? Like how does this affect your partner? Yeah, <laughs> that is a great one. Okay, put that on the list. You know, and I think actually it was Vasi who said that to me. Bossy. About yeah, Bossy. Yes, exactly. So we're talking about boundaries. You're the expert in boundaries, Kate. Well, I, you know, like I can talk to you about boundaries. I still have far to go on boundaries. And 
Um, and I'm not going to lie to you. They're, they're not easy. Um, it's funny. Like when you set a boundary and you expect pushback, a lot of times you don't get pushback, right? Because people weirdly respect you, but sometimes you do get pushback and you're like, wait a minute. Um, the one thing I will say about setting boundaries, which I find super fascinating is it helps you understand yourself a lot better. Yes. Right. Yes. I love that. Yes. Right. Cause when I started on this crazy ass journey, the one question that I remember my coach like asking, like, who are you? What do you want in life? Right. And you know, you're an expert on this. Like we get lost in being women and catering to everybody that all of a sudden we don't have kids anymore, or they just don't need you. They can microwave their own stuff. And like, what do you want? Who are you? Um, so boundaries are super helpful that way. Super helpful. Yeah. I love that. And they really help you define yourself. Right. Because, you know, we're always like trying to be people pleasers, doing this, doing that, you know, and when we're tired and somebody needs something, we still do it. We're just slogging and just, you know, giving our energy to everybody else. And when somebody asks you, who are you? What do you like to do? You don't know because you've been putting your hand in so many different things. Right. So boundaries helps you figure that out. Exactly. And then you get so confused that, you know, you feel bad eventually from not having boundaries because once you start standing up and having your boundaries then you start feeling like nobody likes me people are looking at me oh my gosh I'm scared because I'm opening up my mouth and standing up for myself right oh I I think it was Glennon Doyle who talked about like she feels like she's put up so many boundaries that like she doesn't even leave the house anymore (laughs) well that can't happen yeah. So it can be, and I don't know if that's good or bad. It depends. I mean, people, we are still in a pandemic, right? Like that, that has come to my forefront. I haven't gotten the booster yet. I was supposed to, they didn't have my name on the list. And I'm one of those people that like, if something like that happens, I'm like, there's a reason maybe like it, like I was supposed to be with the shitty person giving the shot and I like I'm petrified of needles. So maybe they were like, girl, no, you're not getting your shot here. <laughs> Make a different appointment. But um, yeah, like that whole thing's coming back around, right? Like it's exactly. so boundaries are, are important for our health too. Like what feels good to you? Yeah. So let me just talk about one, two, three, four. Let me just set you guys up for what we're going to cover on this podcast. Right. We should start doing that. Yeah. Communicating to people. These are, these are all things about boundaries, communicating effectively to people, um, not feeling guilty. These are all things we're going to cover having better relationships, um, building confidence. Um, we talked about this helps to find, Oh, we didn't talk about this. (laughs) Who will respect you and who will not. And not having boundaries causes resentment. You're not being authentic if you don't have boundaries, right? Because you're not demonstrating like who you are. So communicating to people how you want to be treated is I think number one with boundaries, right? Yes, exactly. And this helps us learn who we are. So, you know, you know, just like some simple examples are, do you, are you okay with your, um, 
spouse or partner, like kissing you in public or touching you in public, right? Some people are fine with that. Some people are not fine with that. I don't know. Where do you fall on that spectrum? I don't know that Um, I really care. We don't go out much anymore. (laughs) I don't like PDA. Yeah. Okay. I I like to be very private at home. I don't mind holding hands, but anything else, I just, you know, I think that should be done at home. That's just me. Unless you're in France and then. Yeah, exactly. If I'm in France, uh, give me those lips. Right. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So you you have to communicate with people how you want to be treated. And I, I have to say in my quest for setting boundaries, a lot of times what happens is, um, you know, you're setting boundaries on the fly. All of a sudden, somebody talks to you in a tone that you're like, wow, I don't really like the way you're talking to me, but you've let them do that for so long because you're just like, Jesus, I'm just trying to keep everybody alive, right? Like exactly. we get so overwhelmed as moms that we're, we, we let some things slide because we're just exhausted, quite frankly. So being able to say, hey, you're talking me to me in a tone that, that I don't really like knock it off. Right. First, first warning. Right. And and then another boundary is how many warnings are you going to give them before you're like, I'm walking out of this conversation? Um, you know, other boundaries. Oh, here's a really good, here's, here's a story. Ready? Okay. Yeah. This quick little story. So my, I love my mom. Um, she, when we go on vacation every year, I and mean, yeah, we still go on vacation every year. We go to the beach but she, she's a very anxious person. So she gets all freaked out about, are we packing the car right? Are we, are we taking everything we need to take? So going to the beach with her is challenging. And then coming back from the beach is challenging because again, we're packing up. Are we packing the car? Right? And, and, you know, everything kind of has to be done her way. So a couple of years ago, she was just in, she was mad. She was in an angry mood because we were packing up to leave the beach. And, you know, there's deeper things going on here. Like I, I'm sure she's sad that vacation's ending and, you know, her grandkids are going back, whatever, all this stuff. Um, but I said to her, I said, mom, sit down. We're going to handle this. I don't want to hear another word about it. Like you're making everybody's day, very unhappy. It's, you know, it's already kind of sad that we're leaving vacation. I get it, whatever you need to to sit down and, and let us handle this every year we've dealt with, with this madness of, you know, you telling us how we need to do this stuff. And it's, it's always been from not a really good energy place. So we're, we're not doing that anymore. I thought she was going to take my head off, but she didn't. She sat down and let us do it. So that's, that's what I mean. Like I expected her to react one way and she didn't. And so that tells me my mom does have a lot of respect for me. And she, she did, you know, sit down, think about it and and understood where I was coming from. You will have people that just push back and, and just will not respect your boundaries. And those relationships um, need to be evaluated. Exactly. Do you think it's harder to set boundaries with kids than it is with um, your a partner or friends? Um, no, I think it's easily. I think it's. I think it's hard to set boundaries with anybody you're close with, especially if you hadn't set boundaries in the past. 
like new people, you know, I, I don't know, like just casual acquaintances, friends, whatever. I, I'm fine with being like, yeah, I'm not. Thanks for the invitation. My answer is no. I'm really kind of an introvert. Okay. <laughs> I know it's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I don't love to do very social, not in a big group. I don't love big groups. I like more small, intimate gatherings. I don't like big groups. I don't like, I don't like small talk at all. Awesome. How do you feel about all that? Well, well, I was just about to say that, you know, I'm actually, I'm very good at boundaries, but since the pandemic and everything has opened, my boundaries and some of my thoughts are not as strong as I thought they were because we have a couple of weddings coming up in St. Louis because that's where I'm from and they're three-day weddings and I've just been exhausted the last couple of months busy with business and you know just life and just traveling and I'm just like oh my gosh this weekend we have this wedding and it's three days and I want to go meet with everyone because I'm a very social person and I love to go to big functions, but I'm really tired. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I can't get myself to go to all three. I want to go to one so I can meet everyone. And it's a wedding of a good friend, but saying no to the other two days, I'm feeling guilty. And I feel like it looks like I'm antisocial. It looks like I don't want to be there, but I know myself that I'm exhausted to dress up, to put on the jewelry, to wear the makeup, just feels like extra. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what should I do? I so, love that. <laughs> I do. I love yeah. that you brought up the guilt that we feel. Yes. I feel really guilty because, you know, they're good friends and I want to go to all three days. But then I have this talk in my head that you're exhausted. You need to rest. It's finally a weekend. You're going to be home. So go one day, you know, enjoy with everybody. Really give them your good energy rather than go all three days and just be there because you feel society needs you there or you feel you'll be kicked out. Can I ask you what the hell you're doing for three days? Oh, well, our <laughs> weddings are like three to four days. So like there's a music party, there's a wedding, there's a brunch, and usually it's five to six. Oh. It's like Is a different event every day. Then you just dress up really heavy, wear jewelry. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, so it's not just like put on a dress, put on your makeup and you go. Mm. It's a whole, like, I think the ritual before going is what is causing me not to want to go. Cause I don't mind getting up there in jeans and talking and hanging out, but the whole ritual to go is making me tired because I'm already tired. And you know, when you're tired, then you have no, no energy. You have no brain power. You just can't give what you want to give. Yeah. It's about being authentic too. I'm not being authentic to myself or to the other people. Yeah. If that's a good point. I'm going because of pressure and guilt. Well, so that, that brings up another point about boundaries that I, I don't think I covered on my little list is we, we set boundaries with other people, but it's important to set boundaries with ourselves, yes. right? Our, our last episode, we talked about rituals and, and so there's a boundary for you, right? Like, um, to do things that are good for you, that, that you need to do, that is a boundary you can set with yourself or, you know, like you need to take a bath, right? Like self-care, yeah. those are boundaries, things that are very important that you set for yourself as well. Or like, I'm not going to engage in this kind of behavior or I'm, you know, I'm only going to have one glass of wine instead of, of, a, of a bottle <laughs> at dinner. Yeah. You know, those kind of things we set for ourselves as healthy boundaries. Um, so, 
Exactly. And everyone, everyone I know is like, come on, come on, go, it'll be fun. Once you get there, you'll have fun. So that also societal pressure is on there too. Yes. Right? Because everybody's like, not, nobody's telling me, oh, you know what? You're tired. You don't want to go. That's okay. We'll just see you one day. It was like, why aren't you coming? You got to come, you know? So then it's just like so much. Isn't that, that funny? Yes. And that's where all my boundaries are just like smashing into one another. Because- no is a complete sentence. <laughs> exactly right so you know so that comes to us with the point that we were saying don't feel guilty about saying no I feel guilty about saying no talk to me about that Kate oh I will talk to you about that look we're like and I keep bringing up this pandemic that we're in like everything has changed and 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 I find it easier to say no. And, and people should be less judgy about it because like, you know, my, I, I've been to the movies, my husband will not go to the movies. Right. So we all have our different levels of what we will tolerate, you know, the, the exposure that, that we're willing to take. Um, and we, so I, I find this, this whole, um, test on society is kind of like, you know, teaching us to respect each other a little bit more, right? Like just because it's okay for you doesn't mean it's okay for me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to tell you to not feel guilty, except telling you that it's okay. (laughs) And don't feel guilty. Yeah. But then the other thing is, you know, people say, come, come. It's not because they're breaking your, they're trying to disrupt your boundaries. They're doing it because they care for you and they want your company. Oh, right. For sure. Yeah. So there's so many things wrapped up in this, right? Yeah. And when they say, come, it's going to be fun. We'll hang out together. You know, they're not really disrespecting my boundaries. They're just like, we want to be with you. They're disrespecting your boundaries when you say, you know, I thank you. I, I would love to see you guys. I'll miss you. But I, I really at this time feel like, you know, it's, it's not something Uzma. wants to do. And, and it's at that point where it just needs to be dropped. Right. If, if you get that badgering of no, 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 you should need to come. So so you wouldn't call that caring. You wouldn't be that, Oh, they care so much. They want us to come. You would call that stepping over boundaries. Yeah. I mean, I think they probably still care about you, but yeah, it is, it is definitely an intrusion on your boundary. People need to respect the first time you say no and stop trying to convince you. Right. Like, Oh, and there's a whole nother tangent. Right. But, but I, I feel this, this, you know, we're both in business together and I have worked with um, I've worked with coaches. I, I see coaches all the time that talk about like, um, you know, when, I don't know, when you get on the phone with somebody for a sales call or whatever, the objection, right? How to overcome the objection. And I, I feel like that's becoming a, um, I don't know, this icky thing in our society too, right? Like people either want to work with you or they don't want to work with you, but exactly. they're trying to like change their mind so much, like you got to do that in the beginning, not at this point. Right. So, and, and I do see a big shift in that, but I, I, I also still see a lot of people like, no, you have to overcome the objection. It's a very masculine energy. Yes. yes. And we're yes. going into a divine yes. feminine energy. Yes. That, that over, um, what do you call it? 
overcoming the objection. I agree with that. You know, if somebody does not want to work with you and they're like, I don't feel comfortable, I can't afford it, or, you know, it's not the right time. Why push them? Yeah. Because you you don't want them to come into your energy also, because if they're not ready now, they're not going to be ready when you start your program or when you do anything else in life. They're going to have a bad experience. Exactly. So, you know, we talked about this before, you know, and when we've had our own conversations, if somebody's not a good fit or if somebody is, does not bring you good energy, then it's okay to say go. It's okay to let them go. And that also comes with relationships and friends too, right? Because I've had friends that I've been really good friends with, thought I would be with them forever. And then we stepped over each other's boundaries and now we don't even talk, but I don't look at that as a negative thing. I look at it as that time with that person was enjoyable. I learned, I got to meet somebody and now I move on because there are other people in my energy circle. Yeah. And I, I feel like people come in and out of our lives like that because they, they're, they're meant to drop in for a moment to teach you something. And maybe exactly. it was just simply exactly. to speak boundary. Exactly. And, and a lot of people leave when you start setting boundaries. They do. Yes, that is like, and that is the hardest part. So many people leave because if you've been a people pleaser and doing something all your life and been so kind, and then I think around the 40s, 50s, you're just like, okay, I'm not going to deal with this shit anymore. And you start standing your own ground and you start putting your boundaries and people are like, what happened to that person? Yeah, I've had people just stop inviting me to things because I was always saying no. And and I I feel like they're like, ah, ha, I'm just not going to invite her anymore. And, And Meanwhile, I'm like, good, you know, like that. Great. (laughs) Exactly. When you feel good and you say that's great, that means that it was a good loss. (laughs) Yes, exactly. It's just like, okay, like a relief has gone down. So how does it, how does it bring confidence boundaries? Oh my God. How does it bring confidence? Because you're in control. You now have taken your power back when you don't have boundaries and you let people push you around, right? When you let people treat you in a way that you don't want to be treated, you're giving them power. So when you're able to be like, uh-uh, no, 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 I, I will not let you treat me like that. You're taking your power back. You start walking differently. Yeah. <laughs> you do. Um, so that, you know, it's just like, it's, it's all part of taking responsibility for yourself, right? Like everything starts, your change starts with, with, sitting down and saying, okay, here's where I am. It's nobody's fault, but mine or, or whatever. What am I going to do about it now? That's where you start to really pivot and take that power back. So when you could start telling people how you want to be treated, you know, I don't know, like, like the whole, you and I have talked about this too. Dinner, people expecting dinner on the table every freaking night. And like, I made dinner, I made dinner, oh gosh, a couple nights ago and nobody ate it. Everyone's like, oh, I had a late lunch or whatever. So then last night, it never even came up. I didn't make dinner. I made dinner for myself, but, and I, I saw people like rummaging around the refrigerator, like, oh, hmm, hmm, what are we having for dinner? You know, and that, that, that's a boundary, right? Like I'm not going to cook dinner every night and I'm usually vocal about it in the morning. I'll be like, Hey, everybody's on their own. But I feel like even that's becoming an intrusion for me. Like you should be honored if I decide to cook dinner. And by the way, you're welcome to cook dinner for the family too. Right. Um, So that's, that's been a big one. And And I do still struggle with that. It's these roles of women that we have just let go 
right? We, we just adapt to them and we do them because they are expected of us. So there's, there's a real um, area where, you know, you can start setting boundaries of, I know I've done that for 20 years today. I'm not <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause exactly. it doesn't we're allowed to-, to make changes. We're allowed to make changes and that's how we're going to grow. Right. And speaking of confidence, I think when you get that confidence from the boundaries, you have more courage and I think you have more clarity also of what you want. Because I think when 100%. you don't have that confidence, then as you get older, as you want to set goals, as you want to take action, you don't do it because you don't have the confidence, you don't have the courage, and you don't have the clarity. Those three words, confidence, clarity, and courage are so important. There are three C's. The three yeah, three C's. C's. Exactly. I always, you know, I've started saying that because, you know, so many moms, they want to take action, they have goals, and they don't move forward in them because they don't have boundaries. They don't so they have set their mind to something and then it doesn't happen because they haven't set their boundaries. You know, like I'm going to work out, you know, I'm going to work out, but then you know what, something else comes up in the way or, and we say, okay, forget about our workout. Let's break our boundary and let's just do what everybody else wants. And then, and then the R word comes up, right? Resentment. Yes. And we start having resentments because we didn't set boundaries and the people that we let push us around or disrespect our boundaries, we become resentful of them. And, and quite frankly, they may not even know, have known what our boundaries were. That's why, you know, the first point was to communicate to people how you want to be treated. Use your words. I tell my husband all the time, (laughs) use your words. He gets so mad. He's like, I'm not three years old. I'm like, I cannot read your mind. Use your words. A hundred percent. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, and resent, and that's, that's where I found myself so many years ago, I was starting to resent the people that I loved because I let them um, encroach on my personal space, whatever, because I, I never set boundaries and I never communicated to them um, how I wanted to be treated or how many times a week I was going to make dinner, those type of things. So now, now's the time to start. You can start right now. Don't make dinner tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're ordering out anyway tonight. Oh, there you go. Yeah. But yeah, but setting boundaries is so important. I lost my thoughts so you can continue. Oh, um, (laughs) build confidence, have better relationship, right? Because these are communication skills, people. These are communications. As you said, nobody can read your mind. No. I know we do expect, especially our significant others, our partners at some point to like be able to finish our sentences, but I don't know, that's sometimes a pipe dream, right? Like it's just not something that I think, you know, is a real dictation of a good relationship or not per se, somebody reading your mind. Um, So you you really have to communicate how, how you want to be treated a hundred, 150 million percent. And now that I was remembering now that I was going to say about resentment, I love the point that you said those other people don't know. They have no idea. They have no idea. And we're resenting. We're feeling angry. We're like, oh my gosh, they're the worst people. Why are they like this? How did I raise them like this? Why did I ever have a relationship with them? We go through this whole crazy thing and they have no idea that we're thinking all of this about them, but we have to come back to the fact that we are in control of our own feelings and what we do. If you did not work out, if you did not, you know, go and have that lunch with your friend, it's not because of your child or your partner or your somebody else. It's because of you. 
That's you right. You broke down your boundaries. Yeah. And so what you're feeling is up to you. It has nothing to do with anyone else. Everybody else is leading their own life and not thinking about whether you worked out or you had your lunch with your friend or you did what you needed for yourself. So it's really up to you to acknowledge that and be authentic and be like, you know what? I'm feeling this way, not because of them, but because I did not keep my boundaries. Well, I, yeah, no, that that's, that's so true. And I, and I also think as, as women, um, we, we anticipate people's needs, right? We're, we're in tune and, and not that a man couldn't be just as in tune, right? But it's, it's something that we just do being mothers. So we become more in tune with like what our partner needs, what our kids need. Um, and you know, that's a magical skill. It, it really is. Um, but it can take over in, in kind of a negative way that we're like, oh, you know, I, yes, I need to go to the gym, but my, I need to make my kid breakfast. I don't know, whatever, something like that. Like we put somebody else's needs first where they're not going to starve. You can go to the gym and feed them later or, you, you, you know, and, and I think we, we feel somewhat like we need to sacrifice ourselves. I don't know. That was my Catholic upper, upbringing. I think that made me feel that way, right? Oh, you need to sacrifice, sacrifice yourself for other people. It's ingrained in us a bit. Yeah. We're just always sacrificing, but we need to really, actually, Kate, why don't you tell us, I mean, I'm sure there are moms out there who say, I want to set boundaries. They know they're people pleasers. They don't know the first step. Oh, what what would be like a first step? Because, you know, there's the excuses. I try, I don't want to lose my support group. I'm scared. You know, oh, I, yeah. I failed, you know, all of those emotions come up once you start like, oh my gosh, I'm going to start setting boundaries. Then you have all those fears. Well, when I do set my boundaries or if I do decide I want to do this, what will this person say? If I do decide to do this, how will people react? So what would be the first step? Like maybe the first three steps you would say to really start focusing on boundaries. your boundaries and not worrying about the outside world. Oh yeah. I mean, you can't worry about the outside world. You you just, you you can't. And, and that's, that's a mindset thing that you just need to work on. So the first step in setting boundaries, I would say, I'm going to go to journaling a little bit, right? Like um, it, it is a very involved process, but think about the things that just annoy the hell out of you, because those are probably places that you're bound, you you want to have boundaries, but you don't. Um, so just think of things that that are bothering you, that are bringing you down, that are, oh, here we go, sucking your energy, right? Yes. If you feel like your energy is being taken away from you, it is. And that is a boundary that needs to be set. And it could be as simple. Um, I, I watched this show. I forget what it's called. Um, oh, What We Do in the Shadows. And in there, it's about vampires. It's, I think it's on Hulu. Guys, it's so funny. And they have like these vampires, these like, I don't know, 17th century vampires that are living on Stanton Island. I am going somewhere with this. And <laughs> they have an energy vampire in there. And this energy vampire like goes into the office and like just sucks everybody's energy just being an ass, right? So if you feel like if you are having a conversation, any interaction with somebody. And after that, you feel like you need a nap. They are an energy vampire. You need to set boundaries with that person. 
Okay. They, they are taking from you. So I would really look at your interactions with them and what is going on that makes you feel that way. And maybe you need to limit your time with them. Maybe, maybe they don't let you finish your sentence, right? There are people that just will steamroll over your thought because they think their thought is more important. Um, and these are things to point out to them because a lot of people just are very unaware, like self-awareness, I think is public enemy. Number one, people are just not self-aware enough. So sometimes we just need to point it out. And hopefully if you're good enough friends with them, they'll be like, you know, I didn't even realize I was doing that. I apologize. Um, so yeah, when you feel your energy being drained, hmm, that's where you need to start setting boundaries. I would also start writing like, what do you want out of life? Yes. Right. What do you want yes. the rest of your life to look like? And, and I think you'll start seeing patterns in there of where you need to set boundaries. Where have you set boundaries? Writing it down is so important. Um, I just think as situations arrive, I've started setting boundaries. You had mentioned that earlier, you know, as situations arise, I know what I want, you know, in my head, I know what I want, what I don't want, but as situations arise, I learn. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm learning. I've, I've now I know most of my boundaries, but I'm learning every day. If somebody says something before I'd be like, quiet. Now I'll be like, I don't like that. Yes. You know, this hurt my feelings or even like going places like now, you know, I think this process of the wedding that I'm going to, that's a learning for me. Right. Should I go? Should I not go? How am I feeling? All these emotions, you know, so I'm always learning with my boundaries. Um, yeah, I think it's also important to note that, like, you know, just being very aware, if somebody does cross your boundary, and you're not able to speak up at that time, right, you're just like, just not super comfortable or confident to be like, hey, you stepped over my boundary, you're allowed to go back later and say, you know, I was, I was just thinking about something you said today and, um, and it rubbed either rubbed me the wrong way, or I feel like this is what you were implying. Yes. Is that true? Um, a lot of times things are just completely misconstrued, right? Your words. That's what it is. Yeah. Just misconstrued. Like we, we've, uh, oh my God, this is classic. Yesterday on freaking Facebook, I tell you, I hate social media. Um, <laughs> a coach that I follow that I, I really like, um, and, and this is why this conversation has come up in my head. She posted, she's like, are you so sick and tired of, um, of like coaches posting, I can get you to 10K in like a week or with whatever, right? Like, cause I'm sick of, of all that stuff. And yeah. she wrote this long post about it. And I was the first one to comment, comment and I commented, I hate these posts, right? Somebody jumped on me right away. was like, what do you mean you hate these posts? Like this, this coach is wonderful. And she provides all this great, like thinking that I was saying I hated her post. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You completely misunderstood me. And now we're friends and we went yeah. and it was just the funniest thing, but I could have just been like, whoa, girl, like, you know, where are you coming from? This is, this is so not cool. Things get misconstrued all the time. We're texting more. We're not having face-to-face relationships. Um, but it is, it is okay to go back later and say, Hey, you know, in our conversation, you said this, what did you mean by it? Right. Clarify. Sometimes you're just 
you know, telling yourself a story in your head. There's another podcast. <laughs> yeah. But I also like, I also think that once you start setting boundaries, you become confident and setting them more and more. You because they make you feel good. Boundary. Yeah. They make you feel good. Yeah. And you have to just set your first couple of boundaries and then it's kind of guides you. It's a superpower. Yeah, it really is. Totally. Yeah. I, I love setting boundaries. As I'm getting older, I feel like it's a maturity thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel yeah, like I'm hands. growing and I'm like, okay, because, you know, I always hear my mom or her friends say, I'm going to do what I want. Nobody can tell me what I want to do. And I used to be like, what are they saying? That's so mean. You know, I, when I was younger, they'd be like, I can do whatever I want. Nobody can stop me. You know, I don't care what that person said, or they would talk back to people. And I would be like, oh my gosh. I'm so embarrassed that my mom is standing up and talking or saying something, you know, and that was, she was asserting her boundaries. She was. But when I was younger, it didn't look like boundaries. Oh it yeah. It looked like, like she know, was being she's going out of control, you know, <laughs> mom is out here of I am. please, thank you. You know, she didn't mean that, you know, or trying to, you know, pacify. And now that I'm older, my kids say this, mom, calm down. You know, Mom. isn't that interesting? And, yes. and, and, and again, that's communication that, that, you know, your mom probably didn't know that you were feeling that way, but sometimes just being able to say, you know, um, Hey, I know you're five. Make sure you say, you know, if you don't yeah. want to hug that creepy uncle, you don't have to hug that creepy uncle, exactly. yeah. you know, the, those kind of things. And I, I feel like, yeah, especially, you know, in the time that we were growing up, people just didn't talk about this stuff at all. Yeah. That exactly. you, you're, you're five and you're allowed to say no. Exactly. So what can setting no boundaries do? Um, depression, anxiety, just to name two. Seriously. Like I, you know, I'm in this anxiety um, support group and, and I see people all the time, like write these long posts and I just want to be like, oh, you know, uh, mindfulness, boundaries, like all these things can really turn your life around. They seem so simple, um, but people just don't know. And, and quite frankly, I, I feel like there, there's a, a huge population that even if they did know, they, they're just comfortable where they are wallowing their self-pity. Um, so, yeah, not setting boundaries can cause mental health resentment, right? Just bad relationships as we've talked about. My relationships are better. I mean, they might not be like all um, unicorns and roses, but the communication is happening. And that's what's important. Yeah. And then I also think boundaries can be the way you talk to people. Your morning routine is a boundary yeah. that you set for yourself. Your evening routine, what time you're going to go to sleep. You know, your family routine, they're all boundaries. And so they keep you grounded. We always talk about grounding. I think that's our word of the podcast, grounding. grounding. But boundaries really keep you grounded. They and do. help you set a routine and really, you know, show other people that this is who you are. It also defines you, I think. Like people see these are her boundaries. This is the type of person she is. She's a strong person. She's a weak person. She, you know, raises her kids this way because this is the way her thoughts are. So I really think that boundaries are so important. And sometimes we allow societal norms to mess that up. And I really believe, you know, I've come to this point now, you know, I'm over 50 where like, I'm like, I don't care what anybody says. This is my life. This is my family. 
These are my boundaries. If you don't like it, you don't have to come in and be part of my life if you love it. You know, and people start accepting the people who are like a lot of people who are like not sure about your boundaries and don't like it. If they really want to be friends with you, they start accepting and slowly agreeing with your boundaries and conforming to what you believe in. You also become a role model, right? Yes, exactly. if, If you think about people in your life that are super confident, it's check their boundaries. They've got good boundaries. You know, people who are just comfortable with who they are, you become uncomfortable when people just start crossing over those lines, super uncomfortable. Like, Oh my gosh, I was taught. I had, I was talking about societal norms in my group the other day, you know, and just how they are with boys and girls. And, and, and and I'm not going to get too deep in this, but I talked about how, because I didn't have boundaries, I got myself into some not great situations with, you know, men, right. On dates and stuff, just, you know, because you're, you are female and and we're taught to be relatively submissive and nice and spice and whatever, all that shit, sugar. (laughs) Yeah. So we, it's, it's uncomfortable and hard to, for us sometimes to be like, Oh no, you're not going to treat me like that. Um, So we can get ourselves into some predicaments when we're just not, very clear on things. Yeah. I, I think about when I was younger and my, you know, my kids were younger, how I didn't set any boundaries. I was doing parties at my house. I was on PTA. I was on the board. Anyone said, do this volunteer. I was volunteering. I was going crazy. Our house was a mess. You know, the kids were all over the place, but I was there for everybody else. Right. Even if I had, even if I was doing four things in one day, if somebody asked me for the fifth, I was baking that cake. And my husband was like, what are you doing? I'm like, just take care of the kids. I got to do this. I got to do this. Being angry, being tired, being exhausted, looking back and being like, why did I not set boundaries? And who was that person? Yeah. Who was that person? Thinking about it makes me exhausted. Yeah. Right. You know? And, but still when I tell younger people, oh, you know what? Just, you don't have to do it all you have to do. They look at me like, you're crazy. Of course I have to do it. I guess you have to grow into it, right? Because when you're young, you have the energy and you just want to people please and be everywhere and be social. Then as you get older, you realize you could have done less and had the same friends, but, you know, lived a different lifestyle. Yeah, girl, you go bake that cake. I'm going to be sipping my margarita in my bathtub. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. I mean, I just think about that person that I was and now who I am now. And I really embrace and love the person that I am now so much more than my younger person. Yes. I agree. I feel confident more in my own skin. It feels good. It does. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. So what are we talking about on our next podcast? You know, I know, do you know? Okay. You tell me. (laughs) Oh, right. Because the word's hard. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) This is a word that's hard for me. Sovereignty. Ooh. Why don't you tell people what is that? So they are excited about the next podcast. Well, it means that you are responsible for yourself. You are the queen of you. Yes. And your domain. Yes. We should wear crowns next time. I have a crown. I'll wear my crown. Do you okay, have a crown? You wear your crown? I'll look for one or I'll make one. Oh, make one. Go to Burger King. Yeah. Do they still have <laughs> Maybe I'll do that. Yeah. I want a Burger King crown. Perfect. That'll be awesome. So everybody, we, you, we have um, a YouTube channel as well. Oh yeah. So, I'll get these videos up. Yeah, on exactly. He <laughs> has to put up these videos, but just in case you want to see what we look like or see our facial expressions and the next couple of weeks, you'll be able to see us 
on YouTube Live also. So you can see us on YouTube. You can see us on Apple, Google, Spotify. And we both have Instagrams and Facebooks, which are linked at the bottom in the show notes. Absolutely. Again, yes. always so fun talking to, to so you. So fun. Have yeah, fun. don't go to those wedding things. I don't know. I'm, I'm still <laughs> contemplating. I'm still contemplating those boundaries. I'm going to work on it. I have a couple more days left. Just be start- like that, that queen that just like, just walks into, I don't know, one of the events and like, oh, you're, you guys are graced with my presence just for these two hours. I don't know. I'm going to get a manicure and pedicure tomorrow. I have to take out my outfits, figure out my jewelry, take my makeup, drive to St. Louis. So it's a whole big pre thing. Oh, when are you going to be in St. Louis? I'm going to be in there, there on the 16th. I'm going this weekend. Oh, no mind. Yeah. So, well, whenever you're down there, let me know. I will. If I can meet up with you, I will. Sounds good. All right, love. Have a okay, great Okay, I'll talk to you later. Yo, bye. Bye.